A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus came to his hometown, and his disciples followed him. On the Sabbath, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astounded. They said, Where did this man get all this? What is this wisdom that has been given to him? What deeds of power are being done by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, and brother of James and Joses and Judah and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Then Jesus said to them, Prophets are not without honor, except in their hometown and among their own kin and in their own house. And Jesus could do no deed of power there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and cured them. And Jesus was amazed at their unbelief. And then he went about among the villages teaching. The Gospel of the Lord. Jesus came to his hometown. On the Sabbath he began to teach in the synagogue. Mark's Gospel began in chapter 1, In the same way, they went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, he entered the synagogue and taught. In Capernaum, Jesus was very successful. After sunset, the whole city was gathered around the door, and he cured many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak, because they knew him. The people of Jesus' hometown knew him as well. Many who heard him were astounded. They said, where did this man get all this? What is this wisdom that has been given to him? What deeds of power are being done by his hands? We have seen the disciples asking this same question. Who is this that even the wind and sea obey him? All the while, people on both sides of the Sea of Galilee recognize Jesus and believe in the power of the one sent by God. But the hometown crowd does not share this faith. They did not have to ask, Who is this? For they knew him all too well. Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary? And they took offense at him. Literally, They were scandalized by him. Mary, Miriam in Hebrew, is the name of the sister of Moses. In mentioning her name, we are reminded of the time when Miriam and Aaron criticized Moses. That family squabble ended with Miriam being turned leprous, at least for a while. And is this not the brother of James and Joseph? In Hebrew... Jacob and Joseph. Jacob, of course, was the father of twelve sons, Joseph being the youngest and favored son. And Judah and Simeon, the two brothers who very nearly had Joseph killed. The people of Nazareth are stuck in these same family dynamics. They do not share the dreamer's vision and are not able to see the one who is in their midst. 
Jesus was too ordinary, too close to them. Jesus speaks to them. Prophets are not without honor, except in their hometown and among their own kin and in their own house. Nothing new here. Prophets have been rejected for all of Israel's history. Whether they hear or refuse to hear, for they are a rebellious house, they shall know that there has been a prophet among them. But Jesus is calling them back to the very beginning of prophecy, when God first called a people. Jesus is almost directly quoting Genesis 12, when God said to Abraham, Go forth, lek laha, from your country, your kindred, and your father's house. Jesus is calling his own family out of their jealousy and rivalry and family squabbles, reminding them that they are part of a larger family. They are children of Abraham. Jesus does not find the faith of Abraham in the synagogue at Nazareth. He is amazed at their unbelief. The rejection which Jesus encountered was also being shared by Mark's community. Although many Gentiles were accepting and welcoming the gospel, the hometown crowd, that is, the Jewish people, were by and large rejecting it, just as many of them had rejected Jesus. The refusal or inability of Jesus' neighbors to accept his status confirms what the story has suggested thus far. The world's standards of judgment appear to run headlong into God's ways. Jesus does not measure up. The circumstances of his origins allow no way of accounting for the stories about him. His common beginnings do not fit the assessment that he is a prophet. The result is scandal and fear. It's interesting that we find Paul describing a similar situation. A thorn in the flesh was given to me, an angel of Satan, to beat me, to keep me from being too elated. The term thorn in the flesh in Hebrew ordinarily pertained to people. It's feasible that Paul was describing his opponents and critics It's also possible that Paul thought of the many pastoral issues that plagued the Corinthian church as his thorn in the flesh. Our weaknesses tend to embarrass us. It's hard for us even to look at our weaknesses. If anything, we want to hide them. And that's what's so shocking about Paul's words. Paul says that he wants to boast in his weaknesses. Our strengths tend to lead us to ourselves. It is our weaknesses that lead us to Christ. When Paul complained to the Lord about the thorn given to him in the flesh, the Lord said to him, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. Paul began to realize that it was not about him. Whenever I am weak, then I am strong. God doesn't take away our struggles because God doesn't waste anything. 
James Hillman suggests that depth of character comes not from our successes. They only give us glory. Only real depth comes out of our inferiorities and failures, and these give us character. Our scars are like huge stones in a riverbed. They may do nothing but stay still and hold their ground. But the river has to take them into account and alter its flow because of them. And it is precisely this which gives a river and a face some character. Jesus' lack of acceptance in his native place did not alter his message or deter his mission. In the final verse of today's gospel, we read that Jesus went about among the villages teaching. In next Sunday's gospel, Jesus sends the disciples out two by two. He gives them clear instructions for their mission, even telling them what to do when people do not welcome them. John O'Donohue has a wonderful proverb that makes a good takeaway for today. May the expectation in other eyes never decide how you are to be.